Welcome to the Let's Talk Basic podcast, where girl talk about everything basic. Join us as we sit down with a glass of wine and see where the conversation goes. Kick back, relax, and get ready for the ultimate girls' night in. I'm your host, Joanne. And I'm Vanessa. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's Let's Talk Basic podcast. It is Mother's Day. Yay! <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys listened to our last episode, but we gave some ideas about what to do for Mother's Day. So, V, did you follow anything that we recommended? Mm, I followed my own idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up um, a mango cake because you can't go wrong with Asian moms. Asian moms love mango cake. So I picked that up and we'll be delivering it today. I've also picked up yellow tulips. Um, for her and we'll be dropping it off on the front porch and we'll wave bye to her (laughs) and that will be about it so uh, hopefully and she's very understanding I think she'll absolutely love the surprise this afternoon so um, what about you Joe? So I got my flowers delivered yesterday oh Uh, yeah I think a lot of places don't deliver on Sundays (laughs) Well, I totally get it. And you might as well do it prior to Mother's Day to give her... Yeah. Like, it's better than the day after, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was like, well, I might as well do it um, Uh earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, wanting to wish everybody a happy Mother's Day. And today we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Basic Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. <laughs> She's a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. You're not a regular I'm a cool mom. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so basic mom, can we give our audience a little bit of background uh, about how you like I guess how you're affiliated? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um I mean, I've known Joanne officially um since we were 14 but unofficially I guess since we were born um 14 was when we ended up going to the same high school together we went through university and all the major milestones in our lives together so that's where I guess a lot of our history lies and we I met Vanessa at one of Joanne's uh crock rock birthdays probably <laughs> <Holy> drunk <laughs> what was probably really drunk. Was that you the were, day that I got kicked out? That was. I think that was the day you met Ken. Yay! Oh, <laughs> and then I I remember observing. I'm like, yo, that guy likes her. <laughs> See, <laughs> called it. <laughs> Everyone called it except for me and him. Yeah. <laughs> too wasted to remember. Oh my god! But no, yeah. So, I mean, and and you know, the rest is history. Like. We've we've been in each other's circles for um, I guess a few years now. So, basic mom, how many babies do you have? I have two, which is pretty crazy to think about to have two and be outnumbered by myself with them. <laughs> how old are they? Um, baby one is six, and baby two is three. Wow, that's actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And to think that I've had them for that long and survived. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I guess you got it. it that's absolutely insane because I guess we're all around the same age, and to I can't even imagine having two babies, especially the oldest one being six years old. That's like when you put it into perspective, but. I know I can't even like six years ago I feel like I was probably doing something stupid (laughs) (laughs) well Joanne I don't know if you remember when I told you I was pregnant for like at the very first time you know we would normally have our lunches yeah but like it was such a shock it was such a shock for me and I and I don't know I think you and I were sitting down in the food court somewhere downtown yeah, we Must were at, um, yeah, it was Metro Hall in front of Soup Nutsy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, like, I literally was like, Joanne, I have to tell you something. <laughs> um, and, and honestly, like, I, I kind of vividly remember that day because it wasn't supposed to be, I guess, you know, in many cases, a lot of people who have tried for years and who have yearned for a baby for years, that's good news for them. And then I think for me, it wasn't something that was on my timeline mm-hmm. um so I mean obviously like when I look back on it now like I wouldn't have any other way but me being 24 at the time it wasn't really something that I wanted to have at that moment and um, you were like you were just freshly married too right like at that point you were we were only Even married that- for like a few months at that point and yeah. like I had only just started my career right Um, I had so many things that I wanted to do in life uh, before I hit that milestone. Um, But anyways, I mean, like, I, it's not to say that, like, I don't love the way life happened. I, I think at that moment, being so young and not knowing what to do, that was, that was just a huge shock uh, for me. And, And Joanne was like one of the first people I told yeah I was so happy while she was crying I was like what do I do but that's the thing right like you don't like it's not always one story for everybody um Mm -hmm. I think for yours like I don't think you love your children any less but like I think you absolutely adore your children but I think yeah it's just it's such a funny way that how things started being like you kind of feeling like oh my life is over (laughs) well um so basic mom (laughs) could you maybe go back and talk about so now that you you know you've told Joanne that oh my gosh I'm pregnant and then you have nine months to really grow this baby inside your belly could you take us through pregnancy and what that really is like because I've heard so many different stories people either love it or they hate it. And so tell us the real truth. <laughs> what, well, what I guess really? after my the first pregnancy test I took, I couldn't believe it. And How many did you take? So you said first. How many pregnancy no, tests like, did you take? No, I, I mean, I had I had waited, right? Like I waited for, you know, my, my period was late. <laughs> TMI, but my period was late. So I think that was the first indication. And I think already I was like, oh, shit, I need to go go take a test. So after I took the test, um, saw that double line, I I guess I couldn't really fathom the, the results. And I literally just went to bed that day because I couldn't think. Like, I, I couldn't process it. So I guess my coping mechanism was just to go to sleep. 
That's amazing. Um, <laughs> did right? you tell me that night? Like, did you even tell your husband? Yeah, I told my husband. So, but like, I think he and I couldn't believe it because, you know, he and I had talked about our timelines of what we wanted, again, to accomplish before we, we, we got there. Um, so anyways, I went to bed that night and it was, and mind you at that time, we were still living at our in-laws. Like we didn't have a place for ourselves to live. Right. And it was like, how do we, how do we find a house within that time and get everything ready within that time? We had only had nine months. So, um, like thankfully we had like friends and, and family, you know, give us a lot of uh, support in, in the sense that we got gifts and we had one of my aunts help us look for a home within that time and we found one like literally a month right before baby one was born that's awesome yeah that's crazy when you think it when you put it that way it's like wow like that must have been so stressful and yeah feeling like there's so much to do before a baby comes which is already stressful in itself well, I mean, like, why you back then, like, I, know, I only had, like, an entry level job, right? So I wasn't making a lot of money to support myself, let alone another person. Yeah. So how, like, I guess, how is that process from, like, finding out you're pregnant to be, like, switching into, okay, I need to start being ready to deliver a baby, have a baby, have a child? Um, so I think people who know me um, would tend to see that I don't really do a lot of research and I don't really <laughs> overthink things like like to be honest I winged a lot of the stuff like I didn't go to any of the classes oh man um, I'm I dying laughing here <laughs> why <laughs> that's amazing I didn't I didn't read the books now figure it um, out <laughs> what so you're just like I'll figure it out <laughs> No, but like, in in all honesty, like my mindset is, hey, you know what? Like we have generations of women before us who didn't have the resources we had now. They figured it out. I mean, obviously there's a lot of research and and a lot of, you know, education that has gone in behind all of those materials and classes that we have at our disposal today. But at the end of it, it, you should ask your mom, your own mom. How did she go through it, right? She didn't have that. She didn't have the internet when she when she um, when she had us, right? She had ancient Chinese wisdom. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, um, I'm a lot of the times you figure it out along the way, right? You, we're we're as humans, we adapt. Yeah, I feel like I would yeah. be like you too. I don't think I'm a person that would do a lot of planning either. I think I do the fun stuff that I want to do. And then the stuff that I don't want to do, I probably wouldn't go do it. I don't know if I'd be the type to do a lot of reading or classes because I'm so lazy. Oh. It's not that I, like, in my oh, mind, I feel like I want to do it. But I'm so lazy. I'm like, uh, it'll be okay. The doctor's that's probably doing. where my mind was at, too. Okay, I don't feel as bad anymore. <laughs> I feel like I would do a lot of reading. Like, I would want to be as prepared as possible. And I would just, like, Google everything like am, am I supposed to be feeling this am I supposed to like have this whatever lump I don't know okay but like for you though after you read something you retain that like after you read something it's like I don't remember what I just read right <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what chapter it was yeah. <laughs> where was that again <laughs> so for yeah. me I like I I kind of just googled stuff 
along the way. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was one of those, it was like a recency effect for me. So I remembered it as I did it. Right. Right. So being reactive. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I guess, um, I definitely want to know this, like, what's the biggest difference between like pre-kids and post-kids? So like, do you think like, if you were, you know, when you were carrying baby number one inside you, you were like, you know what, I'm going to be this kind of mom, I'm going to be the cool mom, right? So are you a cool mom? Does baby number one and baby number two think you're a cool mom? Or are you a complete opposite? Are you a parent that Googles everything and you have to eat gluten free and meal? (laughs) What kind of mom are you? So I think prior to them being at the age where I could discipline them and educate them, I thought I'd be the mom that would be very gung-ho about positive reinforcement. Um, I'd be into the healthy foods and they they can't have sugar or or they can only have the natural uh, types of food. Mm -hmm. But now um, life doesn't work out that way. Uh, My mother-in-law gave baby one the first taste of McDonald's and candy so ever since then it's downhill um now I'm of the mindset that if they're happy and healthy that's all that matters um I also think that for us growing up in an immigrant household they were always big on negative reinforcement I never understood why and now being in that position I can see why negative reinforcement worked for them as opposed to positive reinforcement (laughs) What do you mean by that? that? It's more effective. (laughs) I'm saying I don't blame them. Like before I used to be like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be like my my Asian parents. Yeah. Right. But then now I'm like, I can see why they did it. You're like, damn it. My mom and dad were right. (laughs) You know, like for me, patience can only go so far. So right now, like nowadays they tell you, it's like, hey, you know what? Like just reason with them and talk to them. Like, can you really reason with a three-year-old? Like, let's be honest. Right. I don't have patience for that. <laughs> and you're working um, too. So like on top of that, um, like it, you really don't have the time to be like, okay, let's sit down and like figure this out because <laughs> there's so many other things that needs to be done. So well, how I tell you why this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, that's wrong, right? Like, And the thing is, they, they have like memories of a fish sometimes. So You'll tell them not to do something or do something. Five minutes later, they're doing it again or not doing it again. <laughs> like what I literally just told you. <laughs> and what what would be their excuse when you ask them? Not there is no excuse. They, it, it's as if they don't remember. <laughs> I see. Um, this is going to be harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know what? Every kid is different. Um, I and I think. Uh, some some get luckier than others some are some kids are more mature than others or more engaged so um I I guess it really depends on what you get (laughs) the cars you're dealt well if you like so is there like what's the difference between baby number one and baby number two like do you find that um well, I, I guess your parenting style might be a little bit different for number two since you've had some experience with the first kid. But like generally speaking, I know one's a girl and one's a boy, but like other than that, what are some of the differences you find? 
Yeah, so wait, baby one is the girl, and baby two, the three-year-old, is the boy. Yeah, um, I would say that baby one is more calm, so uh, it's a lot easier to get her to do quiet activities. Baby I'm two, so surprised. <laughs> so I actually thought it was going to be the reverse. I know, I'm, I'm so surprised. <laughs> and this is um, fully based on your Instagram. <laughs> I totally thought that it was going to be the reverse as well. So I guess Instagram is, is not true either. <laughs> no, no, baby, baby two needs so much attention. Baby one, I'm like, hey, you want to do some painting today? Okay, go paint. So do you think it's like purely um, a personality thing? Or do you think that it's also like the training or um, environment that they're being raised in? That kind or of causes gender, that. Yeah. or gender, yeah. Gender like, is it nature or nurture, right? Like, um, yeah. Like, I, I, I would say it's a combination of both. I think boys generally have more energy than girls that they need to expend, and especially now that we're in COVID, it's it's not it hasn't been fun either, right? Like, so they're just bouncing off the walls <laughs> in my house. Um, whereas, like, yeah, like baby one being my firstborn I think she's gotten the I guess point where I was able to raise her as a single child at first so she already got a lot of that attention from me and I think she was able to cope um, by herself at that point when I got my second whereas my second always being the second child is always going to be fighting for attention he's never had undivided attention right that makes Um, sense yeah now you you brought it up. I wasn't gonna bring it up because I I wasn't gonna ask you about all the COVID moments, <laughs> um, but it's a topic that we obviously talk about. And my boyfriend was actually asking me. He was on a call with one of his colleagues, and his it was a real question. He was like, "How does he do it? Like he has like I think he has like five kids, <laughs> right? Like how does he do it? Like." How are you coping right now, you and your husband, during quarantine? You, you just mentioned that your kids were jumping off the walls. How are you keeping sane and what kind of activities and advice for other moms that are listening to this? Um, <laughs> I don't think I am sane. Um, <laughs> and I would say that whatever anybody is doing for their children, it's enough. Um, I think especially so nice. in the age, <laughs> I think in the age of social media it's it's a lot of pressure like you have moms that are like showing what what they are doing for their children during COVID it's like hey this is what I'm doing for homeschooling these are the activities I have for them but then at the same time if you're not doing that that's also okay right like that that's what works for your family um and for your own sanity mm-hmm. so um yeah, like that's that's what I, that's my message is who you are to your children and and um, what you're doing is always enough. What's been like the craziest moment you've had with your kids over COVID? That's or- a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> Every day seems like it's a blur. <laughs> What's been or like a crazy moment ever where you're just like, oh my gosh, these kids are insane. Okay, so. Prior to COVID, I was maybe on the fence of like, hey, you know what? If I, if it was in the cards for me, I'd be okay having a, a third kid. Ooh, but exclusive <laughs> quarantine 
confirmed for me that I cannot handle a third kid. <laughs> that bad, eh? <laughs> she was like, nope, that's it. That's <laughs> I'm good. I feel like this quarantine for me has confirmed that I shouldn't have children. <laughs> Why is that, Joe? Wait, but is it is it because of me or is it because of like I think it's partially, yeah, like partially hearing all everybody else's pains, like all my colleagues and stuff who have kids, they're just like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> um, and then the other aspect is like, feeling a little bit like, wow, I, I can barely handle myself during quarantine. Like, I can't imagine having a child in here, too. Yeah. So do you like, you know, the thing about personal space? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kids I've heard of it. That. I have it. <laughs> they they don't understand it. So you always have someone in your personal space. <laughs> Give us an example. You, you I, I feel like you have a good one coming. <laughs> so, so let's say if I'm sitting on the couch, there's a very big couch. I think it could sit at least six people, but I have both of them sitting on me. <laughs> there's nowhere else they want to sit but on me. Oh. <laughs> So is this just your new normal where you're like, okay, I'm a tree? Yeah, and then at that point, I'm like, hey, whatever. Like, I guess I'll just lie there like a blob until they're over it. <laughs> What's been the best moment of um, having kids? Like, has there been a single, like, moment where you're like, wow, this is awesome? Um, I would say that, like, you know, COVID aside, um, every day when I go to work, there's something I can look forward to when I go home um and that you know I don't know if this is a good comparison but remember like if you ever had a puppy and every time you came home the puppy would run to the door and like wag its tail except they don't have a tail <laughs> they'll run to you and they'll be like and it's as if they miss you the entire day and they, they love you they hug you and um that's that's probably like the best thing to um I feel like all of a sudden really behind in life right now. <laughs> Why? I haven't felt any of these feelings before of someone wait. waiting for me at home. Does, Kenny doesn't wait for you at home? We don't even live together. <laughs> this is really sad. <laughs> okay, but Vanessa, when you get there... Yeah, I'll let you you'll know. Be like, you'll be like, okay, I see it. This <laughs> <laughs> is really funny. Um, okay, so those are some of your favorite moments. And um, what about mom guilt? I heard about it a lot. And I really love the fact that um, just a couple minutes ago, you were saying that whatever you're doing, it's enough. Because I don't feel like I hear that a lot. And um, like you said, people who are posting, you know, homeschooling and, you know, Instagram is a very different story. You're posting like basically the highlights of your life. Um, and I can guarantee you that no one has it together during quarantine, especially with uh, their kids around. So has there been a moment where another mom or maybe not even a mom has mom guilted you? Is that a thing? Oh, have you met Asian parents? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. <laughs> I get 
mom guilted every single time I see Asian parents. Like, um, it's like your peers that are not mom. related to. Yeah, so, like, is it your peers that are judging you or, like, your your mom and your dad? Um, no, it so let's say if it was somebody unrelated to me, I think when I used to bring my infants out during my mat leave, like, they would question. It's like, oh, that your your baby should be wearing more clothes. You put put on some socks, oh or God. something like. So these are strangers, but like <laughs> my mom or my mother in law would be like, well, back in the day when I was raising you or my husband, I didn't do that, or I would do this instead. Um, it, it there was like a point where they're like, oh, my kids were potty trained before too, and I'm like, what? Like, that's a very small percentage of the population. You know, there were times where, you know what, like, that's not real. It's a very rare uh, case that a toddler would be potty trained before, too. Um, But even now, like, let's say for myself, I know that I'm supposed to limit my kids' screen time. But Mm -hmm. I'm in COVID. I'm working full time. They're getting screen time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember there was, like, one time when we were having a dinner or whatever, and you're just like, you know what, forget it. I'm giving you my phone. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I, I really don't know how parents do it. Um, I commend them for having the patience and the, I guess, willpower to not do it. Yeah. But I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not. I am not emotionally there. I mean, it's it's really amazing. Like, I can completely understand why parents do it because it shuts them up immediately, which is, like, I mean, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> it's actually, like, because kids are loud and there's a lot of times where you can't make them stop. I think this is also why I think I can't have children. Because I'm why? like, oh, my gosh, they're so loud. <laughs> why won't they stop? <laughs> Maybe yours won't be. Yeah, but maybe they will be. <laughs> maybe <laughs> mine's going to be the crazy kid. Too, too high a risk. <laughs> um, but you know what? At the end of the day, like, it's it's a phase that they're going through and they will grow out of it. It's just when you're in that moment, it's, it is overwhelming. So how do you get through those, like, overwhelming moments? Um... I've read online somewhere, you know, the, the rare times that I read online. There are times when um, sometimes they just need to expend their, their energy or their emotions. Like they, let's say they went to school and they've, they've had to bottle up their, their, uh, their emotions the entire day to someone that's not related to them. So when they come home, you are their comfort zone and their safe place where they can let it all out. And you don't need to comfort them. You just need to let them let it all out. And when they're ready, they'll come to you Mm. to be comforted. That sounds so wise. Does it? Does it? (laughs) I don't know. It it sounds like it's super wise. (laughs) Anyways. I tried it. It worked, and it helped me understand why they they cry a lot when they see me. It's because I am their safe place. So that kind of you know made me less annoyed at the fact that they always want me or they're always crying. 
right? Because I am the only person that could provide them that that level of yeah of yes. haven, right? Mm. Yeah, that's so sweet. That is very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but so I mean, like, love your mom, thank your mom because they they were once you know your haven. I'm sure you guys have moved on, but like you guys are probably uh, whining to her too. And she never really complained to your face. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly could not remember even if she did. <laughs> and that's probably like the blessing of this is your kids will probably not remember <laughs> if you were like, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> Or like, my mom is such a bad mom. She did not limit my screen time. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> but then look how you turned out. Honestly, so I think I was though. a child that got a lot of screen time because of how much TV I remember. I'm pretty sure I was raised by a nanny. Yeah. <laughs> I was raised by a Filipino nanny. Oh she did a great job. <laughs> oh, those oh, Hong Kong so kids. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think there's distinctly one, (laughs) there's this one moment that I remember and it was when you took a picture of your first child having a temper tantrum and she was just like planks on the ground. (laughs) She was just like face down and she's like, well, I'm not leaving here (laughs) until you're done. (laughs) I actually remember that photo so vividly because... I I think I was scrolling and I saw that photo and I, I kid you not, I laughed for so long. It was in like a mall or something and she was just no, like face like, down on the ground. It was on bricks. It was on a street. It, it oh. was distillery district. It was totally, yeah, it was like distillery <laughs> district. I'm like, what is she doing? Like face down, like completely just on the ground. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it was like, a day. It wasn't like it was like a cute crawl or anything. It was just like, I'm dead. <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay. Have you ever ever lifted someone that was dead weight? Like heavier than what their actual weight is? So dead. Like I couldn't lift her up. And you know what? I had to, again, let her be until she was done. (laughs) This was in public in distillery district. (laughs) Um, She had to get it out of her system. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you did you have to like say anything to the passerbys that like walked by you? <laughs> like, the you know you know when people say don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. <laughs> Was this like a particular like like a terrible twos moment? Like is that real? Because I we hear a lot um, of that, and I wonder if it's real. Uh, terrible twos is real for me. Oh. My experience is that three is worse. Um, oh, we call them three teenagers. Oh no! And so. are you experiencing that with your current three-year-old or with your other child when she went um, through three years old? I would I would say probably more so when baby one was three because. That was the time when I had baby too. So she had to cope with being three and also having a sibling to share right. my attention. Um, so I think that compounded it. Um, you know, 
baby two being three right now, it's it's easier to manage because baby one is now being a big sister. She's helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, is she being a good big sister? Is she embracing that role? Oh yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Like she, if I think when you help feed into that, like she wants to live up to to that mm-hmm. um, that title. So um, you don't, you want to make her proud and into putting her um, through, I guess, certain responsibilities as a big sister. Oh, that's so adorable too. What's been like the cutest sister brother moment? Um, I think in general when they just play nice together (laughs) that's probably all I can ask for um they'll fight every now and then but every time they play nice and they're like best friends I'm hoping they'll remember these moments as they grow up and they're pretty close in age so hopefully that bond will just continue to grow um and they'll hopefully become best friends when they're older I hope so too yeah um I do have one so I I keep referring to the word bad moms clearly because I love the movie bad moms with Mila Kunis (laughs) it's a really good movie and I also want to know if that's like a real thing like have you had moments of like you and your other mom friends are like you know what f this (laughs) let's go out this weekend and have an awesome night do moms take days like when moms take days off, like is it a real day off or is it not really? Um, so back in I want to say it was end of September and, and beginning of October, we had gone in, on an all inclusive trip with another group of friends who also had two kids. Um, you know, the boys had their golf day, um, the girls had a spa day. Uh, so it was mommy daycare one day and then and daddy daycare another day. Now, mommy daycare, we got it hands down. Like it was fine, smooth sailing. Like it was just business as usual. When daddy daycare came around, um, we had I think we we had left for like five hours. Um, our phones were out of commission. It was just in the lockers. When we got back, we had numerous texts of like, <laughs> "Oh my god, the kids threw up in the pool. Oh my god, they diarrhea in the pool. Oh my god, we have to evacuate the area." We don't know what to do. Where are the diapers? <laughs> we had like pictures of like a crime scene in our hotel room because it was like complete disaster. Um, so I mean, like needless to say, like yeah, like we'll have our girls' night out, but like or you know our time away. But it's I think it's tough for the other party. What the heck happened to Daddy Daycare? I don't, I, I don't, I think I need to fire their asses. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, how could you have, like, I, okay, now I'm dad shaming. I'm not a mom or a dad yet, but, or a parent, sorry. But, so we had um, puke, diarrhea, and then they had to be evacuated out of the, out of the pool area. Yes. And then there was a crime scene at the hotel. Yeah. So, that just, that sounds like. You know, like, you know, those um, movies, like, Couples Retreat, like, those movies where it's, like, like just a disaster? Yeah. That's what I imagine in my head right now. Yeah, it was exactly, like, what would happen in the movies. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and then they were like, they were like, how come you didn't answer your phone? And it's like, well, we're at the spa, duh. <laughs> oh, my God. Good pick on the spa. <laughs> 
because that daddy daycare would not have lasted long if you did not have uh if you did not leave or your you phone. Had service it yeah. would have not lasted very long <laughs> yeah. you know? and and i think i remember like even for um i think the, the bachelorette we went to for joanne i think that was the last time we were all out for a really long time together um that i've gotten messages when are you coming home Oh, man, we'll have to have a talk about that on Father's Day. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you back. <laughs> Just... I mean, like, you know what? Not to say that, like, fathers don't do their fair share. They do. Um, but that's just, I, I just want to highlight, like, why moms are so important. Like, mm-hmm. they, they are a very integral part of, um, I guess, yeah. keeping keeping the home in place. <laughs> <laughs> So They're that glue that keeps us all together. Yeah, I would say that's true, even for my life right now. Like, one hundred percent, mine too. Like yeah. your mom or, or or Tyler without you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my mom, but when you put it that way, <laughs> I'm gonna say both. <laughs> um, I want to ask: Has there been any like Asian practices that you've incorporated into? your parenting i have to think about this oh um yeah for sure so you know um how asian parents put you in like that school piano swimming yes (laughs) yes we're very familiar (laughs) i'm like you don't have enough to do i'm going to sign you up for stuff (laughs) you sign them up for like chinese and mandarin school at all oh for sure <laughs> I hated my mom signing me up back in the day I'm like nope they're doing it now do you yeah. do it because it's like you need them to have something to do to get get you know some time for yourself or do you do it like because you actually want them to learn Chinese um I do it because as much as I complain growing up why my mom made me go to all those things I saw the benefits in me learning all of those things, and I want my kids to have the same opportunity. So thank you, Mom. Oh, you're so <laughs> giving. <laughs> that was a trap. <laughs> that was a trap question. <laughs> was it? <laughs> no, it, was it wasn't it? meant to be, but then I realized it kind of sounded like one. <laughs> um, how about like when you were when you were pregnant or when you were, I guess like when you had the newborn. I think there's like a lot of like Asian practices, like for example, the um, after you give birth, you have to sit for a month and mm-hmm. not like really shower, not go outside, uh, not have any visitors. Um, so, were there was there anything like that? So let's start with pregnancy. Throughout pregnancy, I had my grandmother, my mother, and other Asian aunties that would be like, "You can't eat this. You should do this." Um. For me, the weirdest thing was, hey, you don't eat bananas. I'm like, why not? <laughs> bananas have so much, so, so many nutrients. And then they would give me some kind of like scientific, well, whatever, not scientific, but like whatever their villager mentality told them. Yeah. Um, villager wisdom. I ate bananas. Um, and then I think I was told that 
after I gave birth, yes, I could not shower. My grandmother told me. She showed up at the hospital. like, don't shower. I'm like, nope, I'm going in the shower. And I went in right away. Um, within the first month, though, like, yeah, like, Asians tell you not to leave the house. But you know what? In the first month, you don't want to leave the house anyways. So mm-hmm. it worked out. Yeah. The, um, the banana one is so random. Yeah, I, I remember eating it because, you know, it was part of my breakfast. And then like, I got told, I was like, can't eat it, like, what? <laughs> um, would they make you that nasty ginger stuff after you were pregnant? I oh, love sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, after yeah. you had your baby number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that, like, cho, like, that vinegary stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, going cho. It's actually quite good. I, I enjoy it. I love it. Like I, I the the meat that's in it, like yeah. a, oh man, so good. It's, oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's done well. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Bring it on. Yeah. So you said that your did your mom did your mom stay with you for the entire month after baby number one and two were born? No, she she didn't. Um, okay. Like I had I had um, people like friends and family drop food off, and that's probably like one of the biggest help um, I could get throughout my first month was just being fed because you're so busy feeding another human that you don't have time to feed yourself. Um, but otherwise, like um, my mom maybe just showed up here and there just to drop food off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there, there are other moms or new moms that have confinement ladies. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's they're called. called confinement ladies. Yeah, <laughs> in English, but in, in Chinese it's called choyu or choyu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in English, confinement lady. Interesting. Um, so, in terms of cravings, what were your crazy cravings during pregnancy, and what was the first thing that you were dying to have? post-pregnancy like after baby number one or two are born you're like I need this now husband this better be in front of me after I after I push this baby out what were the cravings I didn't really have particular cravings so to speak like not the weird stuff Mm -hmm. um I know I was specifically turned off from sushi which was great because that means I didn't miss out on any of the raw fish um but then after pregnancy or yeah after I gave birth the first thing I wanted was bubble tea. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> you don't, you're not allowed, you're not technically allowed to have caffeine throughout um, right. the the pregnancy, but um, that's, I mean, you know what? It's no different. I still crave bubble tea today. So, right. Yeah, I crave bubble tea well, all the time, even now. So, I mean, like, it, it was for me, what, I don't think that mine was that drastic from other stories you might hear. But so you restricted yourself from caffeine um, the entire pregnancy then? Yeah. Hmm. It was very hard. That sounds yeah, so difficult. I that. Yeah. Maybe decaf. Like, I think for me, I just like the taste of it. Um, yeah, I, I I, would have to find some kind of way to, to fill that gap because every single morning I wake up, I have to have that cup of coffee. Yeah. And I'm that person that buys the cup and then finishes like a quarter of it <laughs> i'm not really annoying person so i feel like i just like the taste of it and maybe just like the action of going to get a cup of coffee that's how basic you are okay <laughs> that's exactly how basic i am 
my boyfriend calls me out on it every single day. He's like, I'm just going to pour you a quarter cup of coffee. I'm like, no, I want the full cup. He's like, what's the point? Though? <laughs> oh I need it. Yeah. Um, I have another question. Um, I think, I guess I'm asking from both maybe Joanne and I, um, what's the best advice uh, you would give someone about, you know, people who are thinking about starting a family? Um, I'm going to do a selfish thing first and then, and I'll do some real talk. So uh, (laughs) lay it down. Speaking from personal experience, um, I would have liked to buy the stuff I wanted to buy before Mm. my children came (laughs) um, without feeling guilt. But now that I have children, um, I have to watch where I spend my money. Mm. Um, So that's one thing. And then, but then really for, uh, you know, the non-selfish part is just, you know what, like um, everybody figures it out along the way um there's no real perfect picture of what a family looks like um and everything will happen in its time and the way it's supposed to to be so some people want a boy they're they they pine for a boy but they end up having a girl you know at the end of the day they're your baby and that's that's who you're meant to have and who you're meant to raise or vice versa. Um, I, I thought my husband always wanted a boy, and I think he he was pining for a boy, but we got a girl first. But in the end, he he was okay with a girl, and he wouldn't have had it any other way. So um, we could do all, the, all this planning and all this wishing, but um, my, my mindset is always, you know, the, like, it will happen in your time, and... and happen the way it's supposed to be i love that that's so beautiful yeah is it yeah <laughs> i know i and, and i and i genuinely think that because um I, I think we we get pressure from all these different places and our own desires and our own plans and you know we're not always in control um of our own plans and you kind of just have to let things fall where, where they they will be Mm-hmm. And I think you're such a good example of that, too. Like, just even starting with how you found out you were pregnant and, like, it's turned out to be so awesome for you, as- aside from the fact that your babies are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really sweet, guys. Like, actually, like, I think the the baby number one, the girl, absolutely looks basically like a miniature you and your mixture of you and your husband like very beautiful and the second one basically looks like a korean pop star maybe it's the hair (laughs) you don't see that joe oh yeah no a hundred percent i think it's also how you're dressing him too like they're so stylish (laughs) really yeah um i have so many more questions for you but I feel like we have to leave it for like a part two if you're willing to come back um 
but I think this was like a really good way to kind of just remind ourselves like why it's so wonderful to have moms like they care so much for us um obvious like it's so obvious how much you care for your kids and um yeah it makes me want like just want to thank moms out Whoa, there does it does it make you want to have one no <laughs> makes me want to thank there. them <laughs> i really thought you were gonna go there we we're gonna find out of joanne this because this entire episode is basically finding out if joanne is going to start her own family i thought you were gonna go there <laughs> i can't even commit to a dog right now <laughs> i still haven't no, put in my adoption application <laughs> No, but like for you, you've always been, and I think you and I share very similar views, is um, it will fall into place if it was meant to be. It has to be forced upon me. (laughs) You don't don't want to be forced. It'd be like, hey, if it happens, it's my time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's definitely my mentality. Like if it happens, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) let's clear out that office and make him put a put a crib in there start googling it's not right now so not that time but i do really appreciate moms in general um i think a, a lot of my friends and people that i care about are having their kids and it's such a blessing to see them so um yeah Happy Mother's Day to um, our basic mom, our cool mom, and our moms, of course, and all the other moms that are out there. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk Basic podcast. For more exclusive content, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Basic. Um, with baby, wait. What are you called? Baby cool mom. Basic mom. Cool mom. Basic mom. <laughs> Start over. Okay? <laughs>